let's not put that first one there, man. I don't I'm know. not. Um, uh, welcome to the Spirit Podcast, episode one thirty four. Um, as we were discussing before technical difficulties, uh, we have taken on the world of Fortnite. Uh, last night, uh, Doctor Girth got two kill, two wins, back two to wins back. back to back, back to back. So I was, I played three games in total, won two of them. So what's my yeah. percentage right now? I'm batting seven, seven, seven. My batting six, six, six. What am I batting? Huh? Six, six, six. Yeah, because we're we're playing Fortnite. Yeah, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't take I couldn't take Warzone anymore. It was actually affecting my happiness. So oh, it's over. had to change. Sure. Had to change. Had to change. It's yeah, good. It's good though. Um, it's humbling. Uh, I got one dub and a fucking handful of second place finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know it's good. It's good to change it up. I just couldn't take it anymore. It's fucking losing it. So. That's fair. It's uh, it it. There needed to be a change. Uh, there needed to be a change in our gaming routine, and uh, it was needed, and it happened. It happened at the right time. Happened at the right place, and I think uh, all glory to God. You know, I think that's it. What it comes down to at the end of the day. Well, speaking of, uh, are we are we gonna have like a press conference about our new game, Bobby's? This is this is a problem, dude, because I've been watching a shit ton of press conferences. So now I fucking talk like that. So Uh, my fault on that. What were you saying? We uh uh, oh yeah, we over here, Mr. Clean got um got allocated a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um okay, so what did GameStop ended up giving you for your Xbox One? Did they actually give you 104? Yeah, so there's a place uh, near my house called Half Price Books. Oh, you saw sell... it there. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I went there because I called GameStop and I was like, what can you give me for an Xbox One? And they said $104. So I, uh, I was like, All right, let's try Half Price Books. Half Price Books for two controllers, a, a system, and about six games uh, was going to give me $75. So I said, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Absolutely. Um, and I went over to GameStop and I sold everything for $124. Not bad, uh, dude. That's not bad. Xbox no, I mean, One? What? Xbox uh, no, yeah, no S? The first, no, the first generation. The first Xbox you could buy. Wow. Literally, Good for them. No, 500 gigs, small. It was, you know, not, not even a terabyte. Nothing special with the graphics or the RAM in it. You know, I mean, they came out with a better Xbox One. A year later, so yeah. Hey, um, shout out to GameStop. Shout out to GameStop. Shout out to GameStop. Shout out to GameStop. Now I could have got one hundred and sixty-three dollars in store credit, but the reason I sold the Xbox because I needed the cash because I spent six hundred and fifty dollars on the PlayStation Five. So now I realize, in hindsight, that was my own fault because um, the PlayStation itself, the PlayStation itself, is five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. which isn't terrible I, I got the one that has the disc drive because my my whole thought process was resale value if i get the digital version of the playstation only then i'm stuck with games forever there's no return policy on video games you buy digitally you basically remember how many games that we bought that we fucking hate that we don't play i mean star I, wars, I, I, yeah i installed them all <laughs> star wars uh squadron one yeah. of them um, One man's when, when that's did you pay for that? 
I don't know. I don't even remember, to be honest. Yeah, that game is great. Anyway, it is great. I'm going to fucking play it. Um, I will. Fucking will. Uh, I'm going to do it alone, and I'm actually going to beat it. So, um, so like, you're, you're left with nothing. You have nothing. You, you, you delete it to make room for the next game you have. I like the physical copy because I go buy it, download it, and then when I'm done playing it, I can go take the game, sell it, and get eight bucks. Well, you know that's not going to work on the PS5, dude. That's been you don't fucking no, yeah, buy discs anymore. There's I know, but there's disc drive in it, so I'm gonna fucking have. I'm gonna get for games that I want to test out uh, without reading too much about. I'm gonna get uh, a disc. You know, so I didn't even know they sold those anymore, dude. I thought it was just all right? downloaded. And honestly, and honestly, I don't understand how the price for a downloaded digital copy of a game is the same as if I bought the disc. There's no manufacturing or shipping or distribution or, or anything to it. It's a digital copy. So why are you charging me the same price for a digital copy as you are for an actual hard copy disc? Well, because less... the, the hard copy disc and the actual disc costs fucking. I know, but you still have to ship it all over the fucking country on fucking trucks, pay for gas, pay for shipping, pay for the driver to get his money, to pay for... Like, you know, there's more logistics to it than just having an online store. I know, but it probably comes with the agreement and contract with the actual game itself and their makers. I think if they want to, like... But, but that's what I'm saying. So for me, it makes more sense logically to buy a disc because then you have something to return so like uh case in point you you see a breakdown of how much game each game is that you resell it for so um the batman arkham knight game that i have that was one of the best games ever made was two dollars okay the Master Chief Collection, Halo Master Chief Collection game, which has every single Halo made, was $10.80. So that game has been sitting in my drawer unplayed for the last three years. Okay, 10 bucks. I understand that. It's a great idea. I understand what you, mean, what you mean completely. But do you think PlayStation... Okay, so let's say you buy a PlayStation 5 game. Do you still think there'll be areas where you can sell those for that much in like five years or fucking however long I think given the you know parents in the world that want to get their kid a playstation or want to get their kid a video game but can't afford to continually buy new video games or new state playstations there will always be a GameStop where you can buy a pre-owned console where you can buy a pre-owned game for $20 cheaper than a new one. Um, I think there's always going to be a place for that. Yeah, fair. Okay, fair, fair. It's I just, just everything. I, I, you know, you, you, I see your point. You see where I'm coming from, where everything in their mother is yeah. downloaded. No, it's completely, it's completely more convenient to have the digital. I mean, absolutely. Because, like, I'm still in the same boat. Like, if I buy a digital copy, it's got a download to my PlayStation, it's got a copy to my PlayStation, and then I have it. If I buy a disc version, it's got a download to my PlayStation, it's got a copy. You can't resell it by just downloading it either. Exactly. So, but so yeah, exactly. So, like all the games that we bought on the PlayStation Store or on the on Steam, you can't return it. Literally, I bought fucking uh, Rainbow Six Extraction or whatever the fuck it was. Hated it immediately played i was like this is terrible this isn't for me i fucking hate it and i called playstation i was like 
Yeah, I called PlayStation. And I was like, "Can I get a refund?" They're like, "No. Once you open the game, you you can't get a refund. Once you like fucking download it, you can't get a refund." So, unless they change the policy on returns, where you get like a ten day window or a twenty four hour window of playing a game, seeing if you like it and returning it, I think discs are still gonna have a factor because I can literally buy it and then with my receipt go back and get a full refund. You know, I can get a full fucking refund. Um. So, but, like, obviously, if it's a game, like, let's say fucking uh, Call of Duty comes out, I've seen people play it, I've seen Doc play it, I've seen Tim play it, I've seen JJ play it, or I've seen reviews about it, I'm buying it, I'm not going to get rid of it, I'm, I'm going to download it immediately. Instead of going to the store, instead of possibly not getting it because they sold out of the disc, I'm just going to download it. Um, but, you know, for the games that you want to try... Unless it's like a deal, like where they have the the the, the PlayStation uh, store where they have like games under ten bucks, and it's like okay, ten fucking dollars, I'll try it out. So yeah, but yeah, man. I, I sent you, I sent you my year review of my PlayStationing. Uh, I played for five hundred and six hours, which is the equivalent of twenty one days. When did you send me this? Uh, oh, that's what it is. Gotcha, you did. Yeah, yeah you so. Did, huh? My top five games were Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I played for 137 of those 500 hours. Bad's the equivalent of uh, five days, I think. I played uh, Warzone 126, yeah. Vanguard 61, which is, and this is amazing, seeing as how I just got the game. Ghost of Tsushima, 49 hours. Just got the game. Did you, how long did we give... No man's and you said we didn't give No Man's Sky a try, and it's your number thirty-nine hours. I played most of those by myself, building. Bull. Remember the underground base I made? No one appreciated that for how yeah, wonderful it was. Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, I don't know, dude. No, here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing with No Man's Sky. Game, and this is the this is this is the thing about No Man's Sky, and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about it because I'm I'm done defending what a great game it actually is. You are, and I mean this in every single nice way possible, you are 10-second Tom. <laughs> you cannot apply thought to something longer than 10, 10 minutes. It's, it's, wait, I have to remember how to do what to survive in this game? I'm out. Fair? If it's not, if it's not, I've seen the way That's you That's why I've been saying I've it's a trash game Exactly. It's not a trash game. To me it you, is. Okay, no, 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 no. Here's how you need to rephrase it because you're insulting. It's not my kind of game. No, it's a trash game. No, it's not a trash game. It's a beautiful trash designed game. game. It's a beautiful designed game. Look, I'll, I'll, you know, it's do Minecraft for adults. Fly around. No, Minecraft is so no. much better than that game. No, it's not. It's the exact same premise, except it's no. for adults. No, false. Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft is for Minecraft is for five year olds who there are has, discovering there are certain, their bodies. Those, that's more Roblox, and no. there's yes because well, wait, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say did you say Minecraft, which is with an accent? They're the same game. No, they're not the same game at all. Hundred percent whatsoever. whatsoever. I'm not going to argue video games with you. Huh? Exactly. Um. So anyway, let's, let's, let's get to well. Hold on, because I know what I I know I know you want to get to football. But I want that to come last. Let's talk USC because um, okay, gotta be quicker. 
okay, when will you realize that UFC is a superior sport to football? I don't know. Um, but anyway. Dude. Uh, so, let's start with, uh, no one cares about that, but. No one cares about that, but let's just start with the fucking co-main and main event. Because yeah, those please. are the only two people yeah. that people yeah. will know. Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueroa. Davison won via this unanimous decision. Now, I follow on instant that bullshit. First off, that Mexican dude at the corner of the bar is crying. I told you that. <laughs> um, I follow on Instagram an account that uh, it compiles judges and they score fights. And they all had Moreno winning by a slim margin, but they had him winning. Yeah. Um, no, we're not playing it with a complete, like, no, like it was a close. No, fight. but to sure. say it is a unanimous decision is is kind of fucking nuts. Um, I I just think there was too much emphasis on the takedowns and not enough on the actual striking that that Brandon had and the fact that yeah, did Brandon get sit down? He didn't get out of his he didn't get out of his mind. You know, he he got hit, knocked down, and then stared at Davison like, "What are you going to do next?" And the moment Davison made a move, he ducked underneath it, grabbed him, wrapped him up, and and you know, held top position. It, it was it was I I honestly think it's a split decision for Moreno. He's the champion, and that kind of fight doesn't go to Davison. You have to take the belt from the champion. Yeah, you have to make it decisive. You have to make it a decisive victory, and that just wasn't a decisive victory enough to strip the belt from Brandon Moreno. It just wasn't. Yeah, no, um, I literally said those the same exact words to Dr. Miller, who was sitting next to me. I was like, if you're going to be the champ, you need to take it from him. Well, you need to knock him out, or you need yeah. to be you need to be like Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley, where it's like that. Yep, that was that was yeah. a murder. Or Justin um, versus Tony Ferguson. Fuck. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, to say that was unanimous was absolute bullshit. Um, I feel bad for Brandon. I, I loved him as champion. Um, but, dude, I honestly, here's the thing. That division, not a lot going on. You could see no. a fourth fight. A fourth fight, yeah, absolutely. Because that's what I was saying. I was like, who else is in that division? Do you know of anybody right. else in that division? Mm-mm. Peter Yon's two guys not in that division? No, Peter Yon, no, that's not his. But the, uh, fucking two guys are tied for fourth place in the rankings in that division. That's how fucking there's no one in it. Um, moving on to the main event, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gone. Here's the thing. Everyone and their mother will say boring fight, right? Mm-hmm. That's the fun thing to say. Um, that's the casual MMA fan thing to say. Do you was I going into that to someone who watches every single week or every single card? Is that the fight I was expecting and looking forward to? No, but taking it as it was, that was amazing an amazing defense of his title by Francis Ngana. First off, going into the fight, no MCL, no PCL. That's hard okay? to believe, man. That's hard to believe. Tore it in practice, went to the UFC uh training facility. A doctor looked at it and told him, you need to pull out of this fight. Like, you need to pull out of this fight. You should not go. Um, and he did. And if he fucked it up, he was looking at a year and a half recovery. You know? Mm. As it is, he's probably going to get reconstructive surgery on the knee anyway. So, for Ninganu 
to go in there and do what he did. Because I can guarantee you right now, Cyril Ghosn's team for the entire, however long this fight was announced, from when Cyril Ghosn won the interim title to last Saturday, mm-hmm. they were training hardcore striking, countering, movement, getting out of the way of the power, avoiding that and keeping a distance so he could do his kickboxing. So Cyril could get his kickboxing off and get his movement applied. That is what they worked on. I guarantee you that with 100%. No one in his camp said, he's going to wrestle you. You know? Mm-hmm. So for, for Ninganu to now twice, we've seen dramatic improvements in Ninganu's game. With Stipe, he went easy. He took a step back. He took that breath because when he fought Stipe the first time, he completely gassed out. Francis played the smart game with Stipe, didn't get overzealous, didn't gas himself out, and played the, oh, you think I'm only just capable of knocking you out? Here you go. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to pick you up and power slam you to the ground. And I'm just going to sit on you for fucking, I think it was seven minutes of control time. It's I'm pretty take hilarious you that there was that much of a beating with Francis Ngannou not having any PCL or MCL. Like now that I yeah. think back about it, the whole, how not even close that fight was was pretty exactly. Crazy. And and Kamaru Usman was in his corner and he said, "You're watching the evolution of Francis Nagano. and that's a hundred percent true. If this is what Francis can show us, that now all Francis needs to do is learn how to do fucking submissions better and kickboxing better. The guy we all know can knock you out in a heartbeat with devastating power." But if now we have to worry about this 6'4", 265, carved out of rock guy taking you down and keeping you there and smothering you, and not to mention defended three heel hooks, defended against three submissions by Cyril Ghosn, who is very effective on the ground when it comes to submissions, is very impressive. Um, So hats off to him. Not a boring fight if you are if you know what you're looking at. It's very technical and pretty fucking amazing, if you ask me, for him just doing what he needs to defend the belt. And I'm telling you, dude, Dana didn't put the belt on him either. Shane Shelby did. Dana didn't put the belt on Ninganu. I guess they had a beef before. I guess Ninganu's team got told that they were being sued by the UFC because Ninganu's team took a meeting with um, one of someone's boxing promotion. They took a meeting with him, uh, which is in breach of the UFC contract. So Nagano is being sued by the UFC or is going to be sued by the UFC. Dana White didn't put the belt on Ninganu. Um, Ninganu doesn't even want to talk to him about more money. He just, he feels disrespected and slighted and he, he wants nothing to do with it anymore. So I told you, uh, win or lose, I think you saw Ninganu's last fight in the UFC unless they give him fuck you money. And I don't see them doing that because he's not that entertaining. He's extremely entertaining. It's that the UFC doesn't want to promote him. They don't want to build him up. Um, How old is he? Thirty-five. 34. So, so what do you think? He's just going to give up his belt and go on the boxing, make a shift on the yeah. fight, yep. Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. That'd be a wild card, man. Him and Deontay going at it. Yeah, I think um, I think him and Deontay make more sense than him and Tyson. 
Yeah, 100%. Um, but, again, I think Ningdanu hits harder than Deontay, so who knows if he catches Tyson. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the um, punch that finally does Tyson in or he doesn't get back up like the Undertaker. That's all that fight would be. Deontay and Naganu just looking for who hits first. Yeah. One shot. Yeah. One opportunity. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. So, uh, great, 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 great card. I understand people would say it was boring. But next week's a good one. We got Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland. That's going to be a fucking crazy fight. So, tune into that one. You don't know Sean Strickland? God, you're such Maybe Whatever. Um, yeah. So um, one one thing: Are you able to pause this podcast or no? Because we have to move the cars. Um, not, okay. You know, you I I just go. I can rant. Okay. Go move the cars. Uh, this is this is this is the the this is the upcoming of a podcast, folks. Okay, sometimes you gotta stop in the middle of the podcast to move your cars. Okay, okay you're wasting more time though right now. So um, now that now that Chris is away, I can give my guilty pleasure that I watch. Um, my wife and I are huge fans of the Bravo show uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a sh- reality TV show on Bravo that follows the housewives from, you guessed it, Salt Lake City. Uh, this is the second season, and typically they do add people to the show and then people leave or whatever, but they added one woman to the show. She was a, a Vietnamese woman who smuggled her way into this country uh, when she was a little girl in a rice boat from Vietnam. Um, to another uh, country and then made her way to the U.S. But, so she's on this show. And during the uh, riots, not protests, the riots of uh, BLM, she made some posts on Facebook um, and liked some posts on Facebook stating some things such as hundreds of of black people shot and many killed, including children by other black people every week. Over a thousand officers violently injured, some permanently by rioters. Anarchists rioting in major cities every night, which has caused billions of dollars in destruction to private and public property. And you still think police officers are the problem. And then another one, I'm sick of people saying cops need more training. You had 18 years to teach your kid not to loot, steal, set buildings ablaze, block traffic, laser people's eyes, overturn cars, destroy buildings, and attack citizens. Um, There was a couple other posts that um, also pointed out some of the hypocrisy that has been coming out from the... uh, you know, the whole movement of Black Lives Matter, that you can't be critical. Um, and that's exactly, the, the, since this has all come to light, these Facebook posts, Bravo has let this woman go, um, has fired her, and now everyone's making like some apology tour on her behalf about her behavior, and she even came out and apologized uh, as well. And, I, and I'm, I'm so tired of this 
whole idea that there cannot be any constructive criticism of an actual problem. What Black Lives Matter was doing the whole summer of 2020 and, uh, you know, into 2021 was a travesty. It was destructive. It wasn't progress. It was painful. People were, their lives were ruined. Um, and permanently damaged. Businesses, minority owned businesses and the homes of minorities were burned, destroyed, looted, um, billions, estimated billions of dollars in damages and hundreds of police officers' lives were injured and were put in danger. And this woman's not allowed to point that out we have to kick her off the show. We have to ruin her life. We need to annex her. We need to call her a racist. Again, she was an she's a Vietnamese woman who's on a show with African-Americans. How is she a racist? You tell me. She did nothing wrong other than criticize a movement that is public and pointed out poignantly the hypocrisy of everything that, is going, that was going on at the time so my 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 comment is to Bravo, fuck you, allow conversations to be had and 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 thoughts be dove into and explained. How is how are we supposed? Isn't it, is it not racist what you're doing to her by firing her again as a, as a Vietnamese woman? You're just gonna can her. Um, I just think it's completely asinine and hypocritical to destroy this person who's done nothing wrong but point out problem point out a problem point out a trend and point out reality that this is actually happening homes businesses what mm. no bueno no bueno um yeah it, it just to ruin her life she's pointing out facts and uh, it's really, really scary when that is considered dangerous. So shame on, uh, shame on that network. But what are you going to do? It's a bunch of fucking Democrats everywhere you look. So, so football. Um, speaking about politics, did you listen to the Jory Rogan and Jordan Peterson podcast? I did not. I don't have four hours to dictate. I think <laughs> yeah, I'm right. gonna. I think I'm gonna start it tomorrow on my drive to work. So I'll get about a fourth in the way, and then on the way back, so a second, so a half. So, yeah. Did I'm, you? Uh, no, I'm about like eight minutes in. <laughs> I just figured okay, there'd be some politics in there, so I thought I'd ask. But yeah. okay, so let's uh, let's talk about what happened in the divisional round. Probably the best round of football that has happened in a very very long time um all right i don't want to talk about it to be honest with you i'm hurt why are you hurt because my bills well because your bills well dude you you went ahead of me in the uh playoffs or whatever the league so you can't be too no it's just you know i i'm tired of Patrick Mahomes. I'm tired of Jackson Mahomes. Well, you I'm tired know, of you know who's going to, if you want to come into that game right away, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, okay, of Cincinnati. 
Joey Burr. Joey Burr. You can okay. join me because I never was off. That man is that guy. He's that dude. Okay. He's got that team rolling. And I think they're making a run, man. And the whole America is cheering for the Bengals to beat the Chiefs, to fucking get Mrs. Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes the fuck out of television for a while. Because it is yeah, it's bad. I'm done. Like, it's I can't bad. stand up. Like, my, um, like I, 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 I desperately wanted them to win so bad, Buffalo. And it looked really fucking promising. And uh, it, I, I, hey, guess what, NFL? Next year, change the rule. Playoff overtime, you play the full fucking quarter. At least for playoff. For regular season, I At least for playoff. For fucking uh I think I think here's what they overhaul completely. Playoff, you play the full fucking quarter or first team to six points. So you can kick one field goal, game goes on, right? Next team kicks a field goal, game goes on. Kick a field goal, you win. You play to six okay. points. But that doesn't mean that if they do you know what? No. score, you know, and that means it's done. Come out. Playoff, regular season, you play the full quarter. If it's still a tie at the end of that fucking thing, you put both kickers on the 50-yard line, <laughs> kick. Like a shootout in hockey. Kick. <laughs> I'm serious. Why not? Why fucking not? That'd be wild. Um, so we had the Cincinnati Bengals and Tennessee Titans. Really good game. Um, upset there. Derrick Henry really not a call to stride because I don't think they gave him the ball enough. And Joey Bird did what he did. And we had the San Fran 49ers versus the Packers. Um, just a disappointment. Um, no, it was fantastic. Uh, Green Bay uh, fucked it up again. They choked. Uh, futures yeah. concern with Aaron Rodgers and the San Francisco what? Yeah, 49ers. Uh, if you go want to get in the, I just I watched that hour interview with him and Pat McAfee today because it's all I do and it's everything I have. Yeah, um, so I've been listening to them a lot, and uh, I don't think he was retiring. I think he is uh, either gonna get the money he wants from Green Bay. Well, I just don't th- see it happening because they're already I don't think thirty is. million over the cap. And, I don't think uh, he's going to Green Bay, bro. I don't think he's gonna. Um, I think he's. A, you know, I think he's fed up for, with the entire front office. He's either gonna end up in Denver, um, Steelers, no. or you know who I'd love to see him go to the Colts. No, to the Steelers. No, to he's not going Denver. to the Jets. He's not going to the Jets. No, eh? he's not going to the no. Jets. He could go to no, Miami. Doc- Doc had an interesting point that, that he would go to the 49ers. Yeah, there is that possibility, too. There is that possibility, too. I like that one. Jets but, and, No, not Jets. He's never going to go to the Jets. 49ers, because he doesn't want to go through a rebuild, and the Jets are currently in a yeah. 10-year rebuild. So they're going to go. It's tough being a fan. I, you know, it's, it's the yeah, life. It is, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. So he's either going to go 49ers. Denver's kind of in the middle of a rebuild. Now, the problem with Miami is you had a great coach and you fired him, so he's not going to Miami. Yeah. So you're looking at 49ers, Steelers, maybe a third. I don't know what the second team is. It's Denver. You really think Denver It's Denver over the Colts, obviously. I don't know why. Do you think Denver is good enough for him to go there? I I never really saw it. Ah, I don't know. I feel like if I were him, I'd either go to San Fran or uh, probably the Steelers, in my opinion. 
honestly, the best fit my friend would be either San, in my opinion, San Fran and the Colts. Uh, the Colts have a stud group over there. They got Carson Wentz. They They're under the cap a little bit. Um, yeah. But the Colts would be good. San Fran would be very good. But Jimmy G showed he's that guy, man. Jimmy G's that guy. He doesn't have the stats that really puts him over other people, but he's that guy. He's that dude. He makes those plays when needed. And uh... See, the thing about Jimmy G is, is that I don't think that that, that offense trusts him. No, they do, man. You gotta trust your quarterback, Dom. Dom, you gotta trust your quarterback, mm-hmm. bro. They, look, look where they're at right now, dude. I don't think they trust in Jimmy. I think no, no, no. I think they trust him to run the offense. I don't think they trust him to make big plays. They trust Jimmy G, man. Once you're bought, they trust him to run the that. offense. You can't go that far without actually trusting in your quarterback. You can't make it to the AFC or whatever. Super Bowl. It is. Yeah. You can't trust your quarterback without, yeah. I'm not saying they don't trust him. I don't. I'm saying they don't trust him completely. I don't think they trust him to make the big play. I think they he trust has him to run the offense. over again. Though, make you're plays. you're high on drugs, and Debo looked injured at the end of that game. He got so a kid helmet. Um, no, he got a helmet to the knee, so it's gonna be a little bruised, but he'll be all right. You, that's fucking playoff football, dude. You play, and then Trent Williams, I don't know, looks like an ankle sprain. Yeah, that's a big oof for them. Uh, but it looks like Bosa and Warner are good to be playing. They're good as long as up uh, Bosa keeps that upper. Doesn't matter okay. because the Rams are winning it all. You think so, huh? I think so. Yeah. That defense is yeah. fucking horrifying. If everything's clicking for the Rams, they're a very good fucking team. They made Tom Brady look like a pussy. I just really don't want to see the Chiefs in it, bro. No, I don't. I, I mean, I, I definitely – uh, no, Fuck him. No, he was good. He's that's the thing. I like the Chiefs. I, I, the Chiefs are a good football team. I hate them, though. Yeah. Is that fair? And I have no reason to hate them other than the fact – It's like Alabama and college Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, I just – Jackson Mahomes. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Um. So they're a good team, and they honestly could win it. But I, my hope and prayer is the Rams and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And boy, Ohio's gonna go nuts if they win. We're gonna have a problem here in Illinois if they win. <laughs> like it's gonna affect us. I could see uh, the Rams and Chiefs or the 49 Yeah, man. 49ers and Bengals would be dope. But I feel like if the 49ers, 49ers are good, man. They're a good team. They're a good team when they're clicking, but so is the Rams, dude. When they're clicking, they're really good. The Chiefs, all these teams are fucking good. They held Aaron Rodgers under 20. Well, the the offense wasn't clicking there whatsoever. Well, but neither was was San Fran's offense. Every pass, the first couple possessions, they couldn't catch a ball, man. Yeah, he did. They couldn't catch a fucking ball. He put them in their hands, and they couldn't catch shit. So... Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. We got a, we got a big, big weekend coming up, and uh, you know, big fight too. Not really. I'm predicting. Um. um yeah, put it out there. Put it out there in the. Universe. I'm predicting. Uh. I'm predicting Rams and Bengals. 
there I it really want to. I, I can go either way with Rams and 49ers, so I just don't want the Chiefs to be in there, man. Yeah, man. Stop doing that. I would love the 49ers to be in because Doc will lose his fucking mind and the stream is going to be crazy Monday it's, morning. Out but. of all the teams to watch, I love watching the Rams and the 49ers the most. I like watching the Bengals. I love that. I love the rookie talent. Joe B's that guy. I mean, the whole fucking offense is that guy. Can we talk about the fact that guy was his name Davis? Four fucking touchdowns for the Bengals. Yeah. Holy shit! Dad. No, it was for the uh, Bills. You mean? Where is it? You said Bengals. My bad. Yeah, Bills. Bills. Yeah, that game was insane, man. That shit was. It was a roller coaster of emotion. I was, I was yelling up. cocksucker when they scored that touchdown. I was like, go fucking home. Can cocksucker. you imagine the people that bet on the Chiefs to win? Then they bet on the Bills to win. And then they bet on the Chiefs. It's like, fuck, dude. At the end of that game, the amount of times it switched back and forth. I thought there was something like 25 points scored in under a minute or some shit like that. Yeah. It was, it was the most intense fucking game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. Uh... Oh wow! Francis Ngannou's coach believes the UFC and him will come to terms and have a lucrative future together. That's big. Wow, that is big to say. That's that is big to say. Especially as coach, he just wants. Because if he's not going to no. beat him, if he gets, goes to boxing. No, I mean, no. I think I'll still keep him if he goes to boxing. You know, it's it's your your boy. So I, I highly doubt that he would ditch him. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the week of football ahead of us. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I just uh, I'm not excited for. What do you think? What do you think? The commercials for the Super Bowl are going to be like. Do you think they're going to be hilarious, or do you think we're going to? I mean, be there's like, some going to be hilarious. All in this yeah, together, most of that. Um, a lot of wokeness going on. A lot of yeah. stuff that makes me want to punch a baby in the face. I like how they had um, Bruce Springsteen last year do a Jeep commercial, and he was literally in the middle of fighting a DUI case. Nice. It was good. It was good. Do you know Bruce Springsteen and Obama have a podcast? That How is gross. Yeah, that's. They don't get any views. How gross. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't listen to that. Um. Gosh, what was oh. I saying, man? Uh, the fucking halftime should be cool. Um, some guys that I actually like performing. Eminem for the most part. Um, shout out white rappers. Uh, Getting her done, holding their own, holding. holding do you her think own, you know in the game that's important? Do you think uh, you think Brady continues? No, he's done. You really think he's done? Oh, absolutely. I think he's got a lot in the tank left. Nope. I mean, he could. He's good enough to play for another two to three years. You know. Do you think if he won the Super Bowl this year, he'd continue? No. This is. You don't think so? You think this is his last year? Yep. I think he's done so. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's done though. No. Um, all right. Let's uh what was I gonna talk about? Oh yes, the halftime show. 
that is looking pretty good. But honestly, man, all that shit, it pisses me off because I'm just trying to watch some football, bro. Just trying to watch some good dang football. I just I, – I, I find it funny because, like, when they announced who's going to be in the halftime show, you know, it's majority black halftime show. Which is fucking whatever. I don't care. I don't care. But apparently the NFL does. And, like, I remember I was watching an interview with Snoop Dogg and Dre – and they were like, well, it's just nice that the uh, NFL is taking a step in the right direction, having us on there doing those. I'm like, step in the right direction? Look at the field, bro. <laughs> well, that's based mean, off of athletic talent. That's a different thing. But I'm saying, look at the fucking field. Look at the field. Oh, like, you're just talking like equality-wise or whatever? Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That, 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 it's so... Infuriatingly annoying that we just make it about race when it's literally like, well, if the NFL was racist, y'all wouldn't be making money. You know, like it's just, it's so, it's like these comments that are so out of touch pisses me off. But I was talking while you were gone that the show that I watch with, with my wife, um, this woman made um, critical comments of Black Lives Matter during the whole riots. And everything, and they kicked her off the show. Even though she was just spouting facts about the fact that they destroyed businesses, destroyed people's lives, fucking, you know. She made a comment of, like, you don't want to get shot, listen to the police officer. And uh, apparently that's racist. So they kicked her off the show. Uh, I just, dude, it's just fucking weird that there's just, like, this weird cloud in the country where it's like, you say anything critical about something a minority group does, you're done. But like I was listening to Tom Segura, uh, Two Bears, One Cave, and he had Ari Shafir on, and they were talking about how the landscape of like Twitter and Instagram, because Ari Shafir is like banned from Instagram. They were talking about how like the the landscape is completely um, ever-changing with who can be offended and who can't be. So he's like, they even said, like, you could say whatever the fuck you want about a Christian and you're not going to go anywhere. Like, oh, you, yeah. can, you can talk shit about Jesus, Mary, uh, any of the followers. You can call them all child touchers and all that shit. You can, you can do whatever you want to a Christian or a Catholic and you're not going anywhere. But you say something about a Muslim, you're gone the next second. Um, and it's true. Like, there's like this pecking order of uh, who you cannot and and most who you sensitive. can't offend. No, not even most sensitive, like who you can and cannot offend. And it's not equally applied to everybody. Like um, the, the guy who fucking drove his car into the Christmas parade in Wisconsin uh, went, uh, targeted. It, okay, so backstory to him, made several tweets and posts about white people, evil white people, this and that, um, big Black Lives Matter supporter, radicalized by their whole movement, and then drove his car into white people. Christians. White Christians. At a Christmas party. At a Christmas parade. That's not a hate crime? They didn't charge him with a hate crime. It's a fucking hate crime. Well, he's, I mean, is, is he... Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him, because we're not even talking. We didn't talk about him. We didn't even talk about Jizzling Maxwell. I forget what the fuck we were talking about the entire time when that happened. But, like, 
Because it happened roughly around the same time. Oh, the... Uh... And that guy got out of jail on a $1,000 bond that week for driving his car for into $1, the bay. For $1,000? There's timeline. Two weeks or whatever prior, he tr- he drove his car or tried to drive his car into his baby mama. Got arrested, let on a $1,000 bail, $1,000 bond. Then did this. I don't know what's happening to him now because no one's talking about him. But, like, that's what I'm saying. If a Trump supporter, right-winged someone, drove their car into a gay pride parade, holy fucking shit. Do you think there would be an end? That trial would be televised. That trial would be on every major news organization. And even if he wasn't tied to Trump, they would do their best to make it that way. Remember every single attack that happened when Trump was president, they did their best to to make him a Trump supporter? Okay, Mm -hmm. that's whatever. Okay, we're going to sit here and say that Trump has to claim responsibility for his supporters. What about the fucking guy who was radicalized by Bernie Sanders and his leftist agenda and went and shot up a bunch of senators playing baseball out in the field and almost killed someone. Sent him to the hospital for like a month. He wasn't radicalized by the left? No, of course not. He was just a guy. This It's so, it's so annoying that this shit is not applied evenly. And like, Is it literally the opposite of what they were reporting? Yes. Not that shit. It's weird, but it is. It is. It's like it's this weird twilight zone where we can't say what we need to say, but we're gonna say it for one side and or make it up for the other side. I just I don't know. I like I said in the other podcast, I don't know how you get away from this because it's so like deceitful and so disgusting. You know, anything is gonna be made race if it's a, if it's conducive for that side to make it about race and then it's not about race when it actually is like when a black person drives their car into a bunch of white people at a Christmas parade that's a hate crime oh it's not a fucking kid shoots (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse shoots three white people in the street at a Black Lives Matter riot and that's a and that's a fucking race like a hate crime like it's that kind of shit it's so stupid then nothing makes sense. And we're just going to keep rolling with it and not call out the hypocrisy, not call out the lunacy of it all. I don't know. It's going to get to a point, man. It's, it's it's catching a breaking point sooner or later. 100%. It's happening. You're seeing the, the red wave come. Not even the red wave. Just people that are fucking sick of this bullshit. Dude, look at Canada. They literally... Truck drivers are on fucking... Um, are on strike and they like have a mile like several mile long like strike parade against the mandates and they fucking had it they fucking had it up to their eyes and they're not hearing about it spain there's active riots in the streets where they're beating the shit out of their civilians because they're protesting the mandates you know i i it's fucking nuts but you're not hearing about it so it doesn't exist it's weird how many things just casually just kind of like let's say just for instance that ran black guy that walked up to that five-year-old on his bike and shot him in the forehead just nothing nothing 
How about that nine-year-old girl that didn't show her vax card in New York? Nine-year-old black girl didn't show her vax card, didn't have a vax card, wanted to go to the museum, and they arrested her. Took her to jail. Meanwhile, in New York, you can go commit as many crimes as you fucking want as long as they don't exceed $1,000 in merchandise. And you basically don't, if you get arrested, you're out without bail. Like, they don't, they don't put a bond on you. They just let you go. (laughs) Like, what? But this nine-year-old girl's going to jail? What'd you do, scare her straight? Oh, I better go get vaccinated. I'm nine. I just, what are you doing to people? I'm nine. Like what are we what what are we doing that that the, the police and the restaurant kicked out a little kid celebrating his birthday party at a pizza parlor they kicked him out because he wasn't vaccinated like what are what are you do what are you doing are you are you you think you're a good person you think you're a good guy there's two old women beating up a black guy in an elevator because he won't wear his mask is that a hate crime. Is it, is it a hate crime? That's a good question now. Is that a hate crime? Because two white women hit a black guy, but the black guy's not vaccinated and not wearing a mask, so it's not a hate crime. And I don't give a fuck about it, bro. Right. Or the woman in the grocery store that told a woman that's not wearing a mask, I hope you get COVID and die. That's not a fucking hate crime. That's not a crime. That's not assault. That's not battery. That's nothing. Twilight Zone. Fucking Twilight Zone, dude. Can't work car hard anymore. They're enforcing. Think about this. Starbucks is not enforcing the vax mandate for its employees, but Carhartt is. Yeah. And, and, the, and the vaccine mandate got struck down in the, in the Supreme Court. So how the fuck are they still doing that? Like, that, that jacket you're wearing, you're a communist. Fucking bastard. Like, I don't, I don't get this. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. Like, I constantly have rants to myself all day long, and I need to start auto-talking them into my phone so I can remember them, because I had some good ones today. But I, this this whole Joe Biden-China deals with Hunter, and it's not getting any traction. It's not being... It's not being talked about. It's not actually being put into the senators and and the House representatives' ears so that they can impeach Biden or start that process. No. But Trump, well, boy, he asked Ukraine if they could look into dirty dealings with an oil and gas company defrauding people, putting people in positions that don't have any business there. He needs to be impeached. A fake Russia hoax that was paid for by Hillary Clinton that we have proof was paid for by Hillary Clinton to drum up evidence to make up things about Trump. That's not news. I mean, that's news. That's 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 impeachable. But literal money trails of Biden to China, backdoor deals, law for law firms for the Sun getting millions of dollars. Nope. Nope. Nothing. We spent four years doing our best to make the to to make the worst out of a great situation, and now we have a horrible situation. And the world's just like mm-hmm. the media's like mm-hmm. finally. NBC came out and said that Biden's not liked and doesn't and doesn't appear to be competent. Finally, that's just enough. It's just 
crazy, dude. I just don't understand how people who like even voted for him don't step back and go, what? Can't can't there be any like consistency? Can't we actually want and expect the best and most out of our leaders? Nope. I don't know. It's it's enough to fucking make you scratch your head and be angry at the world. That's for sure. And I am. I'm fucking angry at the world. I'm angry twenty four seven. Because every day is just another fucking. You just go. How this is this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, this is how they definitely go. do it, dude. They don't do it all at once. It's just this. Wear a mask. Yeah. Stay well, that's what Jordan Peterson said a long time ago on Joe Rogan. They take away your freedom slowly. They take away your your consciousness of yes. They take away your consciousness of a problem slowly, and. And then they, they, they push you up until the point of where you protest. And then you protest. And then they back up. And then they wait a little while. And then they push you again past the point you originally protested against. But then they pushed a little bit further. And then they hit another barrier and you protest. Then they back up. And then they wait a few months. And then they push past the point you protested at again. And then you get to another spot and then you protest. And then before you know it, you're fucked. And that's what happened with covid and that's what happened. Look at all the attention January 6th got. And still getting, there was a committee about it. There's a fucking committee. We got a fucking committee. Ooh, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then we have people like Ted Cruz go out there and say, I don't know why I'm fucking with this mic. It's not plugged in. We have people like Ted Cruz going out there and asking the FBI director, hey, were there any FBI agents at the January 6th rally? I can't answer that. Did any did any FBI agents actively participate in the rally? I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents actively participate in a negative way at the rally? I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents uh, agitate the crowd in an effort to make them storm the Capitol? I can't answer that. Who's Ray Epps? I can't answer that. Why was Ray Epps saying we need to go into the Capitol? I, I can't I can't answer that. Pushing this woman to answer a single question. If it's not you, no. Right? If you asked me, hey Dom, did you break into the bank and steal ten thousand dollars? No. I didn't do that. But if I answer, I can't answer that. That means yes, right? Seems like you did. Exactly. So this woman, he's asking her questions that you can easily say no to if that's what happened, but she's not. Why was Ray Epps a federal inform- This is what's fucked up. Brian, Fighter and the Kid, Brian Callen, talked about this. He, they, played the video of, they played the video of Ted Cruz asking these questions, and, and Brendan goes, why is Fighter and the Kid breaking this news to people? <laughs> Why are two fucking morons who talk about dick jokes fucking breaking this news to people? And they played the whole video of him asking her over and over again. Ray Epps was on the FBI informant, was on the FBI list of people, uh, like a wanted list or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the clip if I can find it. But he was, he was on the FBI page. Well, January 6th happens. 
it's found out that he's there. It's found out it's found out that he's agitating the crowd and telling the crowd they need to go into the Capitol. And that the crowd all turned like Vinny said on this podcast, they all looked and went, Fed, 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 because he said we need to go into the Capitol. After that all happened, Brian Callen, they all said that, and Ted Cruz all said that. That he was point saying Fed, 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 like uh Vinny talked about that video. After that happened, Ray Epps was completely removed from the FBI website. Doesn't exist. Poof. Gone. Does not exist. Ghost. In the wind. And he was there. Identified. Why was he there? Why was he saying we need to go into the Capitol? And why is he an FBI agent? Why is he a FBI on the payroll person? Look at all the look at all this shit that we gave to January 6th. One day that Republicans acted incordial, right? One day we acted incordial, which was instigated by Black Lives Matter, proven, proven that at Black Lives Matter and Antifa members were at that rally and instigated violence, along with federal agents, apparently, with Ray Epps, instigated the storming of the Capitol, helped by Capitol security, shown where to go, proven on video, Why is this event getting so much coverage? But the whole Black Lives Matter, whole summer of violence that this country experienced, destruction, billions of dollars, countless injured, lives lost. Why is there no fucking counsel and and investigation into any of the Soros's, any of the donations from politicians to Black Lives Matter? or the tweets that politicians made encouraging Black Lives Matter to make their voices heard, why, why is there no investigation into that? Now wait. Well, you know why. But that's what I'm saying, is how can we not all look at this and go, well, can we apply some fairness to everything? No. If a Republican or a Republican group does something horrible, shoots someone, hurts someone, damages something, whatever. I want them held accountable. It's not good to break the law. But with Democrats, it's entirely a different thing. You can break the law as long as you're doing it in the name of racial justice, but you can't break the law if you're doing it in the name of election integrity. <sighs> Anger. I... I don't know how much longer this country can take uh, being in charge or, or Democrats for that matter, because Democrats today are not the Democrats they were yesterday. I've said it before. Look at the last great Democrat you all had. It was John F. Kennedy. And by today's standards, he would be a Republican. Not only that, he would be a far right conspiracy theorist <laughs> based on the left standards today, because the left isn't the left. The left is socialists. The left is not the left. The left is not Democrats. The left is socialists. Now, there's some Democrats out there, Brian Callen, Brendan Schaub, Joe Rogan, who are left-leaning centrists, who are real Democrats, not what we have now, who are Marxist, woke, dope, fucking trans, green hair, bullshit, and got this fantasy land that we're all living in where 
you're going to tell me I have to I have to listen to my five-year-old if they tell me they're a girl. I have to take them, have their penis chopped off, give them puberty blockers, give them estrogen, fuck up their hormones for life, inject highly carcinogenic, cancerous hormones into their bodies because they said they're a girl or they said they're a boy. So I got to do all this shit to them at five or if I don't, you're going to take my kid. I can't now say anything critical of a African-American movement that's destroying towns because if I do, you're going to take my job or you're going to take my livelihood or you're going to ruin my life if I'm a public eye, if I'm in the public eye. I can't say anything critical about Democrats or uh, anything like that because then I'm an anti-vaxxer and then I'm a Nazi because of that. It's just this huge, weird ball of hypocrisy that just keeps getting force-fed down our throats and you have to accept it or your life is over because they control every aspect of media, essentially. Because now if you say something on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, blah, 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 you're taken down immediately, strikes, black, shadow banned, blacklisted, gone. You never have a way to defend yourself scary it's gestapo nazi bullshit and we don't we don't see it because we don't want to learn history in school anymore we need to learn about fucking chopping dicks off and shit (laughs) well spirit podcast Ah. episode 134 in the book Bengals rams Bengals Rams. Rams. Heard it here first. Look for it. Look for it. Bengals Rams. I'm 16 on the Bengals in my league, too. I'm going all in. Oh, my God. It's happening. Oh, my God. He's insane. Um, Check out our Instagram. Check out our Twitter. Um, Do all that sorts of fun stuff. That's Spirit Podcast on Instagram. I think it's Spirit underscore podcast on uh, Twitter. It is Spirit underscore podcast. Email us, spiritradiopodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your questions. What? Do you know the password for that? Yeah, I'm, I'm signed in. Oh, really? Uh, Facebook is also Spirit Radio Podcast. You're in charge of that one. Twitch is Spirit Podcast, right? Yeah, you also need to stop following a bunch of whores on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. They're all it's not... No, it's just it's just for their bodies. Um, all right, guys, thank you for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Bye.